Father Ian Van Heusen here, the Art of Living Well podcast, where I just take an opportunity in this audio format to kind of go a little bit deeper, to flesh out things that I deal with on on a regular basis, but in this audio format, which gives me an opportunity to kind of talk a little bit more, have a little bit of a longer conversation. So, you know, it is funny. From time to time, I talk about different things I'm kind of working on, different areas I'm praying with, reflecting on. Um, you know, I, I can't make any promises that, you know, I'm going to be consistent with a lot of this digital content. I know sometimes I hope that doesn't frustrate listeners because I do bounce around a little bit because, um, you know, to be honest with you, it's a blessing. But right now my life is very full, uh, just got a lot going on. So a lot of times I'm doing these podcasts like today. I had something I was doing this morning. Um, I have mass. Um, I'm, it's still early in the morning. So I did something a little bit early this morning with a group. And uh, now I just have a few minutes to kind of talk and share with y'all. And so a lot of times I, I don't necessarily get to do a lot of the preparation that like, you know, your big celebrity, Catholic celebrities might do where, you know, I've, I've prepared and done tons of research. So the style that I'm going with, and it's just it's just the way the style's got to be, is you know on the fly, just kind of sharing where I'm at in my prayer life. Um, you know, it is an educated opinion because you know I did research and all this, but now I'm kind of in the field day to day. So this is more of like the the podcast of a grunt uh, grunt priest, uh, Dawson priest who's in the trenches day in and day out. So one of the things I have this running theory now, of course, you know, like I said, I'm not researching a lot of the, this stuff. Um, extensively like a scholar would, but an intuition I had, which I, I, I would say was probably backed up by the scholarship, is that the Psalms represent the totality of our emotional life. So I'm really believing that the Bible and the spiritual tradition holds the key to good, solid mental health. And one of the things with that is having prayed with the Psalms now for 13 years, I really do believe the Psalms express the totality of our emotional and interior life. Um, there's there's plenty of sources that kind of hint at that or kind of say something similar. But so what I want to do in that light is just for the next few minutes, um, today's podcast is to go through a Psalm. And I, I want to connect specifically with the experience of feeling overwhelmed. Uh, this is something I hear a lot um, when I'm counseling people or when I'm doing spiritual direction or confession. I hear a lot of people talk about this emotion of feeling overwhelmed. Now, I do think there are some keys to, to working against that thought trap, to work against that desolation. I think a lot of it can be found in the Psalms. I'm going to focus on one. It's this trend I've seen in the Psalms that I, I want to kind of point out. So it's Psalm 42. Um, I'm going to skip to verse four, 7. And we're going to do from there on. So let me read it through once. And first, I want to kind of, uh, I have a feeling, like one of the things I, I would say, let me, well, let me read it a little bit and then I'll talk. Psalm 42, 1. Deep calls to deep at the thunder of your cataracts. All your ways and your billows have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock. Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me. While they say to me continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. So this is the famous deep is calling upon deep. Uh, It gets different translations. One of the things I'm identifying now when I pray with the Psalms, 
the feeling of, of being overwhelmed, I connect it with a lot of times the images in the Psalms of the waves and of the ocean, of being drowned in, in an ocean. So in this one, it's a little bit l- not as dramatic, but I liked the idea of talking about deep calling upon deep. But all your waves and your billows have gone over me. I, I, I see that in other Psalms as well. I do think that's the, the experience that the Psalm is trying to get at is the sense of being overwhelmed. So when when we when we face a desolation, when we face the stress of all that, um, that that feeling of being overwhelmed is is particularly powerful. So I think the first step it, it goes deep is calling on to the deep. There's this idea of digging deep. So one of the big things I would say always with desolation, with thought traps, with really profound negative experiences. I think the first thing we have to learn to do, and I think the Psalms teach us to do this, is we have to learn to reframe it. So we have to look at it from a different perspective, kind of um, come at it from a different angle. And I think the Psalms teach us to do that, to one, to see God's work in it, to be, to to connect with his presence, to turn to him in our hearts. So when when I hear this deep calls to deep, there's there's this idea of three layers of our experience. And this is how I'm going to pray with this spiritually. Um, for the sake of this podcast, there's our physical, and and a lot of times our emotional is somewhat connected with the physical side of our being. There's our our psychological, so our interior dialogue, which is that just a little bit deeper of a layer. And then there's the place of the heart or the place of encounter, which goes deeper than our 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 consciousness, so to speak. Now we we have to be careful. You know, I, I'm not going to get into like all the technicalities of this, this tripart division. You can find it in St. John of the Cross. You can find it in other sources. You know, I, maybe I'm using a language that may not resonate with you, but this tripart division is there. When I hear this deep calls to deep, is what I've learned in dealing with stress and dealing with this sensation of feeling overwhelmed is you have to learn how to dwell in the heart. You have to learn to work against the negative psychology, the, the thoughts, feelings, and desires that, um, that are off when you have that sensation. You have to learn to work against the physical sensation as well and not give into it and not allow yourself to go down that negative path. And I think the, 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 what we have to learn to do through prayer, through the Psalms, but also through the Jesus prayer and through other strategies of working against the desolation, we have to learn to dwell in the heart. That's that's when I read the Psalm forty-two, verse seven. That's how I see it. So by day the Lord commands His steadfast love. So what we're going to see, the Psalm is going to contrast the chaos of desolation, the chaos of feeling overwhelmed, with the steadiness. Now there's there's one I, I like a phrase. It's somewhat used by a heterodox writer, somebody who's not completely kosher in their theology. But I, I still like it because it dry, describes the experience well, which is the still point of Christ's presence. So Christ is steady. He's, he's a rock. Our Heavenly Father is a rock. So I say to God, my rock. So by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me. So singing, song, music. You know, elsewhere, um, King David in the Psalms says, I will turn my problem to a harp. Like, I will turn to the harp to solve my problem. You know, Singing psalms, you know, expressing those emotions, I think all of that is connected with the psalms. And it gives us some interesting kind of ways of reframing our experience that are helpful. Now, this isn't just simply psychological tricks. It's actually a relationship with the Lord. It's turning to the Lord in our hearts. And I said, I say to my God, why have you forgotten me? Hey, so the first step, acknowledge it. 
cry out to the Lord. Um, so, but there's a sense of relational. It's not God is punishing me. It's you, Lord. Why have you forgotten me? So I'm turning and into that intimacy. Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Recognizing that it's a tangible enemy that's working against us. So all of this is contained within Psalms. As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me. While they say to me continually, where is your God? So we see some of the thought traps that are coming out. Uh, so there's the physical sensation. There's the physical sensation of the desolation of the, the sense of feeling overwhelmed. So, you know, me and Dr. Pataro were big supporters of Catholic mindfulness. Being aware of that physical sensation with non-judgmental awareness helps to overcome that thought trap that the psalmist has just identified before that. So, um, so where's your God? That, that's, that's one of the key thought traps. And there's, the psalms give us many examples of thought traps that we would all be prone to experience. So it goes, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? So pondering, questioning, what's the source of this? Hope in God. So the psalmist, to counteract the thought trap, we need to cultivate hope. Now, first of all, hope is not simply um, well-wishing. There's a sense of the eternal, that when all is said and done, our God will be victorious. It's, it's taking confidence in the victory of Jesus Christ and taking confidence that he wants to do powerful things in our lives having that strength and that confidence. And we can think in the New Testament, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Now, so, you know, like I said, I don't research this beforehand. So I know that's a verse in the New Testament. I know a lot of you probably even know it. Uh, I think it's like Philippians or something, but I didn't research it beforehand. I just kind of have it in the back of my mind. So hope in God, for I shall again appraise him. So praising God in the thought trap, gratitude, thanks. That's another antidote to counteract the thought traps, to counteract the feeling of feeling overwhelmed. So think about that, reframing your experience of feeling overwhelmed. I think sometimes another common thought trap is when we're feeling overwhelmed, we think, well, you know, I got, I got, to, I got to do less. I got, I got to have more me time. I got to support, spend more downtime. What if we transformed that into gratitude? Like, Lord, I'm doing a lot of great stuff. And sometimes the price of that is that I'm just going to feel at low points, I'm, I'm always going to, like, you're never going to not have desolation. So the de- the desolation I'm experiencing of feeling overwhelmed, it's a lie. It's the work of the enemy. And I know it will pass, but I praise you because of all the wonderful things you're doing in my life. And it says, my help and my God. You know, one of the things when I'm talking a lot with young people these days, um, when I'm talking with uh, like little kids mostly, is trying to get them to this help of like, help is grace. So praying for graces, um, trying to activate graces in our lives through penance, through offering spiritual sacrifice, and saying, you know, my God will come to my help. So that's a little bit um, just kind of cultivating that emotional intelligence with Psalm 42, verse 7 through 11. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast. Now, like I said, you know, I'm just not super consistent. Uh, you know, I pick up different themes, and and hopefully you guys are okay. Hopefully the ride's not too chaotic. But you know, oftentimes I'm doing these, like I'm literally doing this podcast. I'm gonna I have a meeting in about ten minutes, um, and uh, then I have mass, and I have more meetings today. It's fun. I love being a diocesan priest, but sometimes it means I I can't do the scholarly work that would make my content a little bit more crisp, a little bit more precise, but 
Hopefully you, you guys don't mind. Um, so this is Father Ian, the Art of Living Well podcast. Do me a favor, uh, subscribe, obviously, um, on, on iTunes, but also leave a review. Those are really helpful on iTunes. It, uh, it helps uh, to promote it. And um, comments on the website are always appreciated, though those don't have as many as immediate effects. I do appreciate them. I, I love hearing from folks. But, you know, those those comments on social media, those likes on social media, those shares, they're very helpful. Um, so if you want to support the ministry in that way, um, it's always appreciated. Thank you and God bless.